With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, here it is, our grand finale, finale of the season of I Want Your Flex, season number four. He's Mike Harmon. Hit him up at Swollen Dome. Ryan Bershinger is our executive producer. Find him at Ryan Bershinger, and you can find me at Dan Beyer on Fox. We now can officially look ahead, Mike, to the 2024 season, and we do so in our yearly tradition. We have a draft of the top 60 players, regardless of what our lineups would be on who we think should be the top 60 players in 2024. It's always a uh, fun process to go through. Obviously, a lot of uh, changes still in the offing, free agency, maybe a couple of trades, uh, general chaos, buyouts, all that fun stuff, and that, that pesky thing called the draft. You know, me, my Chicago uh, being, I, I've got a couple of weeks where I've got to sort out everything that gets said from coordinators to coaches to maybe current quarterbacks, maybe former quarterbacks. Either way, drag in Equinemius St. Brown by saying, hey, you got girls in your uh, you you talk to that you're not following. You know, it's all that fun stuff, guys, Uh, and it's the uh, fun part of the equation because, let's face it, everybody loves a draft. Are you excited to have the number one overall pick, or is it more of a, like, I just want to know what they're going to do? Uh, I, th- I think it would be the latter at this point, sure. right? Because it's been built up for months. Yes. A- at this point, especially when we watched uh, what a great job Carolina did this year. That <laughs> yeah. all right, you, you, presu- you like we've been drafting number one, right? As Bears fans uh, and people that followed, it's like you know you've had the number one pick for a long time. 
April is a long time it, away. Not too dissimilar to me watching the Broncos during the Russell Wilson season. Like every loss was a benefit for them. Uh, not as great as it was for you to get the first overall pick, but it was it was uh, fun watching another team lose and just have you directly and greatly benefit. Oh yeah, it is a unique feeling. That's why I always want my team to have two first round picks because there's just and it hardly ever happens, but. I always think that that's fun. You can just root openly root against someone else. Well, the best of it now, though, is all the talking and and theory, theories of where Justin Fields may go. Does he stay? It, it gets into this long debate of it could be consummated, but until Roger Goodell walks across the stage, sure, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right? We can have people report everything till Sunday about sources and who guys are following, where they're vacationing. Hey, he's throwing with Kyle Pitts. Still doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> One of them could be joining the bloodline. You never right? know. How about that? That was a rough that was nicely done. reference for me. That was really well done. Did you get that, Bursch? Did you get that? No. No, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> it's, Maybe comes in and works with The Rock. Yeah. It's three levels of, of, of wrestling. Mike, the, the into it. I am basically just kept abreast via what pops up in my TikTok algorithm, and then there's Burst. That's where we are. All right, the three of us are <laughs> going to draft our top 60. Let's get right to it. Mike, you're the expert. I'm not going to have you pick one. If you want to pick one, you can. Where do you want to pick in this? One, two, or three? I'll We're take not... three. Okay, I, I did three. one last year, and I went with McCaffrey, and that paid off in spades. Uh, he was 100 points better in PPR leagues than the next best running back. So I, I'll take that as the victory lap and spike the ball Gronk's got Gronk style. All right, Bursch, you can choose. Do you want one or two? Um, this is going to sound selfish, but I'm going to take one, and that's because I think when I was looking at the very top of the draft, I think the person who's going to be two is making the most interesting choices. So I want to give that to you, Dan. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You're the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Birch, then you're on the clock. Um, then I will take the, the boring one. <laughs> I will leave the interesting ones. I will take Christian McCaffrey, number one. I think he's going to be at the top of virtually every draft board come draft season. Uh, yes, it, it may depend on PPR. A, a receiver might climb up but i think the next three receivers on the board are all guys that can go in really any order uh but i think if you have the number one overall pick you can't ignore what christian mccaffrey just did he was the undisputed number one player in fantasy and uh to lock that down at the running back position and just hope that the injury bug doesn't come back for him i think that's the the choice that you have to make right now i, I think ryan is correct to that uh, number two and the number three are, are very very uh, interesting decisions. I always feel that there is a a regression from great seasons, and I I would love to pick uh, one guy, but I just think that there's going to be a regression. So I'm going to take someone who I think is a little down the list that I just expect to have a monstrous year in 2024. B. John Robinson. Ooh, yes, look at you. yes, you heard. You me. had to kill off Arthur Smith, and now you, you get unleashed. There's just so many good vibes around Atlanta right now. With the hiring of Raheem Morris, with Mike Mike's point of Arthur Smith not being there, <laughs> I saved mean, him for good. Dan, I, he thought he was going to have him this year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if 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 the Falcons fans really wanted Bill Belichick, but it sure feels like Raheem Morris uh, there on a full time basis is a good feel, and I just think Bijan is in for a huge, huge year 
in Atlanta, so I'll take him number two. Well, cool. You leave me in hell because uh, <laughs> you got lots of question marks, and as we evaluate the players and they come off the board, uh, we'll, we'll make those known. Uh, and basically, uh, I'm going to go C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that was the that's who I debated. And you know, we've had a lot of fun with the hey, Dak Prescott wants sixty million. I don't care. I'm not relying on him to win me a playoff game. I just need him to wing it around in the regular yes. season. And C.D. Lamb, what you saw in the second half, expect more of that. A quick C.D. Lamb note. So I had C.D. Lamb on my longtime league this year, and I lost in the championship game. So every time I see the replay of the 92-yarder or whatever against Detroit, reminds me that I lost the championship game. Like, there's those highlights. It's It helped me at the time. I, I, coming out of that, that game that week, I'm like, Awesome. Then Lamar Jackson went and threw five touchdowns yeah. the next day. And and uh, Karrison Butker, I think, kicked 89 field goals in that game for the Chiefs. Uh, but the CD Lamb, Lamb was great. And that's who I was debating on if I would take Lamb or if I would take Bijan at number two. Finish number one uh, with that monstrous run down the stretch and in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, came through, so big night. That's where I go back to. All right, Bursch, back to you again at four. All right, um, yeah, I I thought that the two through four would all be receiver, but I do agree that Bijan should be the second running back taken off the board. I think that the the lowest he should go is is five. Um, so I'm deciding here really between Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill here at four. Um, and I agree again, like I said with with Ceedee Lamb, I think that Lamb. Tyreek and Jefferson can all go in any order right now. Um, I will I will lean Tyreek Hill here only because uh, we're still not entirely certain on the Vikings quarterback situation. Sure. Um, it will most likely be Kirk Cousins, and if you know if it's Cousins, then you can you can count on the same amount of productivity from Justin Jefferson. Uh, but with the big play potential and and with what we know that Tyreek Hill can do in the Dolphins' offense, I will take Tyreek Hill here at four. I'll make it easy. Then I'll just take Justin Jefferson because I, I don't think. Uh, that I, I don't think I need to overthink that one, but I do agree with the Kirk Cousins returning uh, to Minnesota. I, I think that's actually a no-brainer. Mm. Cousins doesn't—it's not all about money. It's the injury. Jefferson wants back. I think it makes sense. I'm with you. I'm with you. With uh, Kirk Cousins, it's will you guarantee him a lot of money? Because I don't know if he goes back. Like he's gotten guaranteed money every year for how long now? Oh yeah. Like you, you don't go back once you once you've hit that point. All right. The next one uh, a little more difficult, right? We got a couple of running backs on the board that stare you in the face. Uh, but I'm gonna go and I'm gonna take a PPR monster and I'll just take Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm. I was curious on when our first lion was going to go, and I know there's a lot of intrigue on the various uh, the various. Lions that are available, but I don't think it's any surprise that St. Brown is the numero uno out of the Lions den. Third in PPR leagues in 2023, a good 33 points ahead of number four. All right, Burst, you're up at number seven in our top 60 draft for 2024. I think that this back half of the first round is is incredibly interesting right now because of there's there's some uh, very high ceiling running backs that you can go with. There's a couple of of wide receivers that you look at in situations that should uh, bounce back from last season. Um, right here, I'm deciding between two running backs, and 
I'm, uh, I will go Kyron Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think it's very even between him and Brees Hall here. Uh, I will lean Kyron Williams because we we know what the Rams offense wants to do, and that's just pound it with Kyron and, and throw the ball to Puka. And uh, the, the amount of production that we saw with him, he's a true three-down back. Uh, and, and the numbers he put up last year were phenomenal. I love Brees Hall. Absolutely love him. Uh, it's just... Looking at that situation, I I think that right now I would lean Kyron. I was hoping Kyron would fall to me at number eight. That did not happen. I will take Brees Hall and again for the bounce back. The Jets' offensive line can't get any worse, right? Quarterback position can't get any worse, right? So hopefully for Brees Hall, that's all a, a boom and a boost to him. I'll take Brees Hall at number eight. And even with all of those disastrous things, was still number two. PBR yeah. running back, <laughs> right. which is shocking, right? Uh, and shows where where the position is overall. All right, so I, I just couldn't take a jet, so I'm glad you took him. <laughs> um, deep deep joke. Just listen to the show during the week; uh, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, all right, coming up next. I'm going to go back wide receiver, and I'm going to hope that Joe Burrow can stay upright. I'll take Jamar Chase. All right. It's yeah. a good pick. I think it's also the point of the draft where Mike and I were fighting over James Robinson about three years ago. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how quickly times change, huh? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> let the good times roll. Uh, all right, Burst, you're up at number 10. Um, at number 10 here... Uh, I'm once again deciding between two running backs. I will go Jonathan Taylor uh, because you you figure with a whole year of Anthony Richardson under center and a whole year where Jonathan Taylor's healthy, uh, the the production is there in in both the run game and the pass game. I lean him over Gibbs because as as much as I really like Gibbs, I think he is going to be fully worthy of of being drafted up in this area. Um, David Montgomery is still there, and we saw in the the playoffs they they still will give him the ball. Uh, Taylor doesn't have any sort of threat to him in that backfield right now, so I will take uh, Jonathan Taylor here at 10. I'll make this observation because I've got this next pick. Depending on how you are with Gibbs, this is the line. Everybody that we have taken so far, I'm good with. Now I feel like all right, where where are my decisions starting mm-hmm. or starting to starting to happen? Yeah. So you either love Gibbs and it's an easy decision at number eleven, or maybe you don't love him as much and now you're starting to decipher amongst everyone else. I I will take Jameer Gibbs in this situation just because I, I'm not in love with everybody else, but I agree with everything that you said of of the questions. There, there's another another player that I thought that I don't want to name because I don't want to name players ahead, but I think that it's a similar situation to Gibbs, and I just I think I'd rather have Gibbs in that situation. So I'll take Jameer Gibbs at number. Missed 11. two games, had David Montgomery there, was still number ten in PPR yeah, not points bad. at the running back position. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, now it becomes the uh, proverbial dice roll, uh, trying to figure out whereabouts for one player that I'm staring at at the board. Uh, and roles for others. And when I, I get down to it, I'm going to take DJ Moore. Mm. Now, Justin Fields stays. We talk about operational efficiency and what they were able to do in 2023. Amazing. Even if it's Caleb Williams, uh, I think it comes down to a little bit of trust that Shane Waldron's system can create opportunities and that they will find another wide receiver whether it's at number one number two whatever that is Mm -hmm. uh, because they keep fields and make a trade marvin harrison jr maybe or at number nine 
there will certainly still be a wide receiver available. Either way, they're not coming back to the room counting on the 54%, I think, catch rate of Darnell Mooney as their number two. So I will take DJ Moore that everything will be propped up around him to allow for great success. I'll never forget taking Mooney a couple of years ago in a guillotine league, and then it was the the rain game against the Niners, and I was out in week one. And Mooney, I don't think he had anything. No, that's right. I, as you know, one who, who remembers a lot of the Darnell Mooney because there were opportunities. He had opportunities, just didn't make plays. All right, Bursch at number thirteen. Um, yeah, this is this second round is going to be incredibly interesting because you have a, a lot of guys who uh, feel like they should be there, but you can't help but kind of have questions about them. Um, I'm deciding between a couple receivers right now, but I will take. Puka Nakua here at 13 um, because the guy that I'm deciding between him and and uh, I'll, I'll just say like I'm looking at AJ Brown here and you can't help but feel like oh AJ Brown kind of hates his team right now so I, I, I kind of hate their team yeah. right now <laughs> yeah um, I do think that Brown's gonna have a better season um, uh, than he did this past year uh, but you can't ignore the production of Puka, um, and if that just continues, uh, this is uh, fully worthy of being a, a, a high second-round pick. I think uh, we're going to have our first swear word that we're ever going to have to bleep, and I want your flex. Let's go. There's no way I'm taking A.J. Brown. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no way. I traded for him, and he cost me a fantasy championship. He stunk down the stretch. He is dead to me. It was I Big Dom's fault. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't take him at fifty nine because of that in this draft. <laughs> I'm not taking him. Why are you not taking him? Spite. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to take someone else. We will have to beep, bleep that. We do want to keep it clean here. It's a family show. Yeah. I'm going to go Boomer Bust. Yep. Devon H. N. That's who I like. Just a little less than Gibbs. But man, if he would stay healthy. Yep. Look out, world. So I'll take uh, Devonnie Chan. No, that is it. I mean, you look at a points per game monster in 23. Now it's a matter of keeping him healthy and keeping that offense uh, going up. Uh, looking at the wide receiver position, you got two or three guys in a row, and you just got a shrug and going, really? Do I love them? Do I not? At the running back position, I go to a guy who finished third. We still cursed him a lot because he had six games where he finished with under double-digit points in PPR leagues and it's a team I had great hopes for and they failed me miserably welcome to our new affiliate in Jacksonville hi Travis All right, that is who I probably would have taken if I didn't take Devon Chan. to be perfectly honest with you so I am am down with that pick I'm down with the underground on that one nicely done (laughs) All right, Bursch Final five picks of this segment. Um, I, I do like I I like ETN here because uh, yeah he was incredibly steady throughout the season. He kind of tailed off a bit at the end, but you figure if the the Jaguars offense can get it together, uh, then that's a great pick. He's a, he's a very solid pick there. I also I'm gonna go running back here as well, and I will put a slight caveat on this. Um, on the off chance that Saquon does not get the the franchise tag, and he does hit the open market. Um, 
it feels like the Chargers make all the sense in the world. And if Saquon Barkley ends up on the Chargers, that to me is an easy first round pick. Yeah, um, no, the carball run him into the ground. Yeah, yeah, with with Greg Roman there as well, especially that that's. Uh, so if I will take Saquon here, right. and and yeah, to 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 put that that asterisk on it, uh, he shoots up draft boards if he somehow ends up elsewhere, especially if that's the Chargers. I dig that you got the Greg Roman reference in there because after the disaster that was the Ravens playoff game. <laughs> You want to talk about a guy who's got to wear that for yeah. a full off season of hey, our identity was this. What did we do in a playoff game? We abandoned it all together because we were down a touchdown. We were down ten points. <laughs> Crazy. The, when you look at uh, what is left here at number seventeen, Josh Allen. Ooh, there we go. Maybe that's just I the best like way Romo. of saying I'm it. Sorry. There are so <laughs> many questions of that team this offseason. Stephon Diggs, uh, you know what it's going to be like with Joe Brady, you know, as the full time for a full season. But his legs were amazing, and James Cook ended up being a weapon. But they're still running. He's still running into the end zone. Give me Josh Allen at 17. Yeah, still the the guy in the red zone, talking 40 total touchdowns. Even if there's a slight regression, like we were talking about there. You're still talking about a a weekly force yes. that cannot be denied. Um, boy, now I'm in ap- operational hell here, Dan. Um, <laughs> well, that's because you got so two receivers, yeah. right? Two receivers yeah. from the same team, at least for now. You've got uh, a guy who I, I think is an all-world talent, but it requires the quarterback to stay upright to get it there. So I will pinch my nose, and I will hope for great things for Garrett Wilson. All right. Yay. We knew you wanted a jet on your team. Oh, I had yeah. to have a jet, yeah. I, the thing is, I really like him. Yeah, he's I think great. he's a fantastic player. Just, again, owing to Jets talk mm-hmm. uh, with Jason Smith every night, uh, I... I usually avoid them in my drafts but <laughs> here he is to me uh the uh, the no doubter of that group of receivers yeah. i took garrett wilson in two different drafts uh upper second round both times uh the coming into this season because i was just so incredibly high on on his ability and and teaming up with aaron Rodgers. and again like nobody has been targeted more than garrett wilson in their first two years like garrett wilson has has been so incredibly uh the central focus of that passing offense it's just unfortunate that everybody who tries to pass to him is bad at it so um <laughs> that's uh if if they've got a healthy Aaron Rodgers, he's going to feed Garrett Wilson, and this I, I think is a absolutely great spot for him. Um, I will also go receiver. Uh, AJ Brown is still on the board, but I'm not going to take him, um, <laughs> and that's because like it is interesting when you look at rankings and AJ Brown in a lot of these rankings right now is is around the 11, 12, 13 overall range, um, and I get that in terms of his situation and his ability, um, but you could have made that argument for who he was all of last season, and uh, there were plenty of times where that did not work out. Um, Looking at where they were last season coming into this season, uh, nobody gets more open in the NFL than Brandon Ayuk. So I will go ahead and take Ayuk here um, because of the numbers and the, the the rapport that he has with Purdy. He's he's definitely an incredibly talented receiver, and uh, I, I think that he's, he's worth a second-round pick. All right, that leaves the final pick of the first third of our 2024 draft to me. 
Ayuk's off the board. It was someone that I was eyeing. I, I don't know if I can go with his teammate and Debo Samuel. So give me tight end Sam Laporta of the Detroit Lions. Detroit. What a beast he was this year. Considering the tight end position, drop off from Kelsey. Andrew's obviously injured. But uh, to get another Lion with Ben Johnson sticking around is not a bad thing. So I feel pretty good to wrap up Sam Laporta in that spot. Solid offense. Learned some lessons. And that guy just, like he was also plastic man. A couple times we thought he was going to be injured and miss significant time pop right back up uh t2 style Ayuk's the interesting one there though just to circle back to you uh for a sec there bursh is uh whether he's still a 49er or not yeah right? right potential for a trade and then we start doing all the instagram and x reading of family members <laughs> and close loved ones i would have taken him over josh allen if i knew that he was going to stay yeah to be quite honest mm, yeah yeah he's the receiver that i should have traded for instead of Stupid A.J. Brown. <laughs> still on the board, A.J. He's Brown, after 20. on the board. The drama continues. All right, there it is, our top 20. 21 through 60, coming up in the next edition of I Want Your Flex. It's a two-part season finale here. He's Ryan Bershinger. That's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is I Want Your Flex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.